sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Opposite picks. Yeah, I always say about Kyrie in a, in a March Madness one-game type of situation, he's a tough guy to, 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 to bet against. Again, seen this movie before, but, you know, still, I, I, I think that, um, you know, there's just times where he comes out and, you know, plays out of his mind, and that's, you know, why he's a, a future Hall of Famer. So you just kind of have to tip your hat to him. He's hit some really tough contested shots today. KD always, but, you know, being 6'11", him shooting right over you is a different story. But, you know, between DG and Kyrie, they hit some shots where you just shake your head and you just say, you know, no matter what kind of defense you play, they they make it work. It starts with really slowing JT down. I mean, he has a, a great feel of playing against us, and um, everyone else around is very complimentary uh, to that attack. And when JT's getting doubled and, um, you know, Marcus Smart's pushing the pace, JB's playing well, hitting shots, Al Horford's, you know, dominating offensive rebounds, and Daniel Tice filling in for Robert, uh, Robert Williams, it's big, you know, so it, it's going to be a great test, as I said. And, um, you know, I know that team very well, and they know us very well. And it'll be a back and forth. And once you throw that ball in the air, you're going to really see some spectacular basketball, and I'm just looking forward to it. This is Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. And welcome to Opposite Picks on this Wednesday, April thirteenth morning. How about that? I'm Scott Wetzel sitting in for the next sixty minutes, taking your phone calls. Actually, fifty-seven, but that's okay. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Again, toll free eight four four eight four three sixty eight seventy nine. You want to send a tweet? It is at Opposite Picks. That's O P P O S I T E Picks P I C K S. Email me. Go to my website oppositepicks.com. Hit the Contact Scott Icon and fire away. Uh, Nets win the battle, but perhaps lose the war. Going to town in Minnesota. Uh, still cheering for this guy, St. Louis fans, really? Uh, San Francisco Giants versus Cam Newton. You make the call. Red-faced in Cincinnati. Steven, who scratched Juwan off the list? Who's going number one? And uh, didn't realize white guys can't be MFers. Uh, we'll get to all those stories, plus your phone calls, pyramid plays, open parlays, and of course, opposite picks right here on opposite picks on sports good radio series xm 159 what's going on lls how are you on this uh wednesday morning uh beautiful day so far anyway here on long island busy busy day we got nba we got some hockey stuff we got some uh baskets we got some nfl news who's going number one maybe we found out and uh, we start in the nba uh, where you did hear there from kyrie irving and kevin love kevin love talking about kyrie's monster game for the nets last night they beat the cadavers and then kyrie talking about the matchup against the Boston Celtics, which is what they won with their victory last night. Still say they would have been better off losing, but I, I will say you don't want to take a chance. They would have beaten Charlotte, no two ways about it, but if for some reason the Hawks lose tonight, then you got Trey Young coming to town. Uh, you, you can't screw around too much. I understand it. The, what really happened was when Boston ended up being the number two seed. That's what screwed the Nets out of it, but uh, that would be a difficult matchup. The, the number one seed, Miami, would have been an easier road because, again, as we talked about yesterday, you get to play Miami versus 
Boston. Then you get to play probably Philadelphia or Toronto, whereas you, the other seed, the bracket, because they don't reseed, you know, you got to go through Boston now. Then you're going to have to go through probably Milwaukee, and then you're going to have to still go through Philadelphia uh, or Toronto. I mean, it's it's a monster's road to the NBA Finals uh, where the Nets are. But, you know, when you're that good, I, maybe it doesn't really matter. Last night, I tell you, we, we talked about this before. The thing that impressed me last night, not not necessarily Kyrie with his 34 points, 12 of 15 shooting. Great, great job, obviously. Nine of nine in the first half, you know, missing only three shots, three of six from three-point land, hit all his free throws. I mean, he had a terrific game, 12 assists as well. Uh, and, and not necessarily even the fact that the, the Nets uh, won the game. What impressed me, because for a rare time, and I'm going to go back and check when I get a free moment, but Kevin Durant ended up with 25 points. So what? Well, Kyrie ended up with 34. Well, so what? Well, I got to tell you, <coughs> we've talked about this. You could count on one hand, maybe two, how many times these guys both score 25 points or more. And that's what we said was going to be, uh, you know, their Achilles heel. One guy generally goes for like 34 like Kyrie did last night, but then the other guy will only go for like 17. It'll only be one-sided coins. It's got to be a two-sided coin. It just has to be. You know, Kyrie, you know, dominated for the first three and a half quarters. Durant uh, took over basically in the final three, four minutes, and they win the game. They don't cover again, but it's a rare game where you got the balance scoring, which they have not gotten this year. So they win, had a 20-point lead. Uh, I won't call it a bad beat, but boy, if you're holding on to the Nets ticket, you know, laying nine and a half, eight and a half, and you're up 20, 17, 20 most of this game, you knew, you just kind of had a sense that Cleveland was going to make a run somewhere, and they did. They cut it to, I don't think they got it to five or not, but they did get it to six, uh, and then ultimately they ended up losing by seven, and they covered the spread. And the net numbers at home, again, this is why I gave out the Nets to my guys as the best play of the night, and, and we talked about it yesterday as our play of the day. Uh, Cleveland uh, winning, uh, covering the nine and a half. Nets are now 9-32-1 and one at home against the spread. I mean, they were by far, by six games, they are the worst spread home team in the NBA. But ultimately, they do get the win. They advance on. So does Minnesota. Uh, that Celtic, by the way, Nets line opened up. Nets favored. But now, according to FanDuel, it is the Celtics that is who are actually favored. So it's flipped overnight. Celtics minus 142. I thought the Nets would be favored minus 130, 140, which they were to start, but boy, it didn't take long for people to jump on that Celtic bandwagon with home court advantage. So Celtics minus 142 on uh, on FanDuel. We'll talk about the uh, the Minnesota game, baseball news, pool holes in the news, and all that all coming up opposite the picks on Sirius XM 159. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Albert Pujols. Man, uh, to 
be able to win championship and this uniform and hopefully win another one this year be awesome you know so uh, feels good to be back you know I thank God for giving me this opportunity to finish my career where everything started for me just a lot of hard work you know I, obviously when you when you feel good out there at the play you have a great night like this there's sometimes you feel good and you don't get any hits but uh, you know I just try to work hard every day day in and day out and uh, do whatever I need to do to help this ball club to win. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Jump the gun there, Scott. Uh, well, I'm not used to those things. 844-843-6879. Again, 844-843-6879. We'll hit the phones here in a sec. Uh, that was uh, Bally Sports Midwest. Albert Pujols last night hitting career home run number 680. Uh, you know, maybe he'll get to 700. Maybe that's his goal. Maybe that's why he's deciding to, uh, you know, play for another year. But uh, get 680 last night, and then that was Pujols talking about it. <clears throat> it's funny. You know, St. Louis fans gave this guy a standing ovation again last night and as long as he continues to hit home runs and as long as he you know shows up at the ballpark I suppose the Cardinal fan is going to give him a standing ovation I I just I don't get it I I don't get how do yourself a favor people Google pool holes and divorce and cancer or brain surgery anyway and see what see what you come up this guy is a slime ball of all the slimiest now you know me and my wife in my situation right I mean I, I poke fun of my wife every chance I get you know, all just, yeah. Uh, but, you know, you know how I feel about that. But this guy, so for me to defend the female portion of this uh, show is really just like out of character, right? But this guy is getting a divorce with his wife in a hospital room having brain surgery, for goodness sakes, to remove a tumor. And this guy's more concerned about getting a divorce. And then in his little statement about, you know, when they found out about it, he said, well, yeah, I understand this is not the best situation uh, with, with the baseball season starting right away. Not not mentioning the wife who's having brain uh, a tumor removed from her brain he's more concerned about getting a divorce because the baseball season is starting right now this guy is a bozo of all bozos and you bird brains in st louis still want to cheer this guy and yet you'll be the same person that's going to criticize and rip cam newton for newton yesterday basically or two days ago basically saying he wants an old-fashioned woman that's what he wants that's what he grew up with his mother was the mother the father was the father back in the 60s 70s that's how it was, and that's what he wants and his woman. So, you know, we're all going to criticize him for that. Oh, my gosh, you, you can't say that. You can't put women down. He wasn't putting women down. He just said, uh, you know, he likes the man to be the most dominant figure in a relationship. You know, debate that if you will, but he's got a gazillion dollars. He doesn't need a wife that works. You and I do. But the point is, everybody's crucifying Cam Newton because, oh, my God, he put women down. Meanwhile, you're cheering a bum who's getting a divorce when his woman when his wife is on her deathbed, for goodness sakes. I mean, pick your poison. Pick a side, people. You can't have it both ways. You can't rip Cam Newton and then cheer this bum. Uh, I don't get it. I, I, I just don't get it. Meanwhile, uh, out in San Francisco, you know, the, the world never stops turning. You have a situation where third base coach Antoine Richardson, I think that's how you pronounce his first name, uh, A-N-T-O-A-N, Anton, uh, got ejected last night in the Giants game. Did you see this against the Padres? 
because the Padres coach, former St. Louis head coach or manager, uh, Mike Schild, was yelling at him. You know, Schild is the third base head coach, and uh, Richardson was in the Giants' dugout. I don't know what started the uh, little yelling match, but uh, good old Mikey started uh, yelling at him, and Richardson afterwards said that Schild was using uh, expletives that reeked of undertones of racism. Which, you know, it's sad to hear in 2022 with all the stuff that's going on, right? <clears throat> oh, what did he say? What, did, he, did he throw the N-word at you? I mean, oh, my gosh. He, tell me he didn't do that. Uh, did he do this or did he do that? You know, what, what, what prompted these uh, thoughts of uh, racism? Well, he called them a mother effer. Yeah, okay. That, that's not nice. You know, it's a public place. A lot of kids, I'm sure, could have heard. But, all right, get, get to the racism part. Well, he called me a mother effer. Yeah, I don't know. He told me that, but get get to the racism part. Well, he said uh, that you need to control that mother effer. All right. Again, get get to get to the racism part. That is it. Why? Yeah. I didn't. I, just, I didn't realize. I, I'm, I'm new to this game. I I, I got to write this stuff down. So I guess you know, Shield telling the Black Richardson that he's a mother effer. That so whites can't be mother effers. I guess I, I got to write this stuff down. So uh, I just want because I just I'm not picking sides. I just don't want to get caught up into this stuff. So whites can't say cotton picking moment anymore. Uh, we can't say guerrilla tactics anymore. Uh, we can't say all lives matter anymore. And whites can't be MFers. Uh, only blacks can be. Okay. Uh, and, and blacks can use the N-word, too. Okay. So th those are the five rules that we add along the way. The guy called you a mother effer, which, again, is wrong. You shouldn't do that, right? I don't know what prompted that. But you go from that to somehow that being a racist undertone? Really? Really? Are we, are we that quick? You you can't call away. I mean, what, what, what? So if you were white, he wouldn't have said mother effort. Really? You, you you honestly believe that, Antoine? You really you look yourself in a mirror. Are are you jumped to conclusions here? Do you want something to be there that really isn't? Man, this world is crazy. Just just crazy. I I, I didn't know that it was only labeled to one race, uh, mother efforts. Man, no, the guy just doesn't like you. Be pissed off that the guy doesn't like you for whatever reason. You you know you you did something to tick him off. But I don't think it's anything to do with the fact that you're black that is calling your mother effer. Man, anal. People are so anal. But his ejection, meanwhile, led to another little story yesterday in baseball. Alyssa Natkin became the first female base coach. Uh, she's uh, on the bench for the Giants. Uh, he got uh, whacked from the game. So uh, good old Alyssa got to be third base coach. So I'd like to hear Cam Newton's thoughts on that. But uh, why start a story that doesn't necessarily have to be there? But pick your side, Cam or, or the San Francisco Giants. So good job by Alyssa. Uh, I don't think anybody got thrown out at home plate, so good for, good for her. Uh, back to the NBA real quickly. Carl uh, Anthony Towns. Man, I tell you what, this guy's flirting with disaster. I like them. I root for Minnesota. Uh, I, I, we got the futures on Minnesota. They did win last night, uh, and they covered the spread. They, they were down nine fourth quarter. He gets kicked out of the not kicked out, but he fouls out of the game midway through the fourth quarter. What did he get? Eleven points last night. Barely played. Derek Carr, three year, one hundred twenty one million dollar extension, according to the Four Letter Network. Three years, wow, $40 million a year. Did I read that right? Three years, not four years? Derek Carr, four year, three years, $40 million? Holy fudge. Wow. Um, 
Let me look at those numbers again when the story comes out. I just saw that scrolling on the bottom line there. But Carl um, Anthony Towns, yeah, you got to do better than that, bro. You, you, just, you just have to. Um, you know, if they would have lost last night and if, you know, a couple big ifs, if they would then lose again to the winner of tonight's uh, Pelicans-Spurs game, this Minnesota team, I don't know, very strange. Uh, you know, I guess there's a reason why they finished in the number seven slot, uh, you know, because they got to do better than this. They, they just have to. Uh, I mean, to him, played only 24 minutes because he fouls out of nobody. Nobody fouls out, let alone the best player on the court. When is the last time the best player on the court literally fouled out of a basketball game, not in like the final seconds, get his sixth foul, playing only 24 minutes? I mean, you got to step up. You, you got to do a better job. Thankfully, Russell and Edwards came through 30 points for Edwards and 29 for Russell, and they ended up rallying from uh, seven down, fourth quarter, nine down, really, in the fourth quarter, and they beat the uh, the Clippers 109-104. So our uh, futures ticket on the teacups remains alive. How about that? Cha-ching, cha-ching. It's a beautiful thing. All right, baseball talk. We got our uh, open parlays, both winners last night. Uh, shots on goal, winners again last night. We got abbreviated uh, NHL schedule. We'll get to it all coming up. Phone calls as well next right here. Opposite Pick, Sportsman Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Oh, that's a tough question. <laughs> He's one of those players who just got to play hard and see what happens, you know? He's just so talented and skilled and efficient at what he does. We got to just play hard, man. I expect us to. And yet, so we, we just got to take it one day at a time, you know? I don't want to be too cliche up here, but we, we definitely wanted to get this one tonight to start us off on this journey in the playoffs. Uh, we have Boston. I'm grateful to play against one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference that have been playing well all year. It's, it's another challenge for us, another test. But I, I think we've answered a few questions towards the end of the season where uh, we were in the 10th spot, and then all of a sudden, one day later, we're in the 7th spot, and uh, we had the opportunity to win some games in a row, put us in position as we are today. So. I don't want to take any of those uh, ups or, or downs for granted. It got us to, to be where we are here today. A lot of changes have happened over the last few months, and, and now it's time to just really focus in on uh, what the goal is, and that's to be in that winner's circle um, in the next two months or so and keep playing until June. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, welcome back. Opposite Picks on this uh, Wednesday morning, 844-843-6879. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving talking about the Boston Celtics, their next uh, matchup. Uh, yes, uh, just to confirm here, Derek Carr, according to NFL Network, three years, $121.5 million. You know, I'd, I'd like to be a fly on the wall when the Raiders offered, all right, you want $40 million a year. All right, you know, it's it's the going rate. I know Wetzel's going to have a fit uh, over on uh, opposite picks, but uh, all right, all right, you're here. Go ahead, take it. What the fudge? Why not? Here's $40 million a year. And then have the car camp say, nah, uh, that, that, that's not enough. Uh, what do you mean it's not enough? $40 million a year? No, nah, no, nah, you got to tack on an extra half a million dollars. You got to make it $40.5 million a year because that's ultimately what they got. Three years, $121 million, 
$40.5 million a year for Derek Carr. You know, as each passing quarterback contract occurs, if you're the uh, Baltimore Ravens and you're thinking you're getting Lamar Jackson on the cheap, it's not happening. It's 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 not happening. I know they are reluctant. Clearly, they are reluctant to give this guy $35, $40 million because of whatever reason. But... You're not going to get him for less than 40. He'd be crazy. He'd be, you may not think he's the greatest quarterback. And I don't think ultimately, uh, well, I shouldn't say that. I, I do think you could win a Super Bowl with Lamar Jackson. If, if everything fell the right way, great defense, this, that, what have you. I, I think ultimately you, you could, if everything fell the right way, I don't think you're going to challenge for a Super Bowl every single year, but it's just like with the Raiders. I think, could you win a Super Bowl with Derek Carr? Yeah. Probably if, if everything fell the right way, the defense looked great and this, that, and what have you. But if you think uh, Raven fans or, or Raven management, if you think you're getting uh, Lamar Jackson for less than $40 million a year, you're kidding yourself. You're kidding. Lamar Jackson's price just went up another two, three, four million. If he was asking for 40 and the Ravens were offering 35, his now asking price is 45 million because he's better than Derek Carr or at least, at least in that same category, right? Quarterback that you could win with. You'll soon be able to sell tickets. Fans like you have hope heading into the season. I mean, I don't know what they're waiting for unless they're going to let the guy walk, which is okay. I'm not paying a guy $40 million. I'm not doing it. Not doing it. I don't care if you're Pat Mahomes, uh, Tom Brady, or, uh, you know, uh, Tom Jerry. I am not paying a guy $40 million a year when I have a salary cap of right around $200 million. And can you circumvent the cap and then do this and do that? Yeah, you can. But eventually, you got to pay the piper. They made some nice deals this offseason. They're going to be competitive in that tough, tough AFC West. But eventually, maybe after this year, you're, you're going to let guys go. You know, uh, you, you, you just can't sign all these guys. I, I don't get it. I really, wow, $40 million. And, it, and the prices keep going higher and higher and higher and higher. Remarkable. It really is just. Wow, when's it going to end? Never. 844-843-6879. Uh, we got our pyramid plays, our open uh, play, open parlay plays, and uh, obviously our ops picks all coming up before we are through. Uh, time for a couple of phone calls. Johnny from Manhattan starts us off on this uh, Wednesday uh, morning. What's up, John? How are you, bud? Doing pretty good, Scott. How are you? Not bad. Not bad. You were talking about the female third base coach. I can't help but think uh, you're going to have guys running through the stop sign, you know, and hitting the dugout, maybe getting thrown out at the plate, and uh, manager Gabe Kapler saying, oh, what the fudge, she was holding you at third. You, you ignored the sign. And it's like, no, no, coach, I, I saw her holding me up, but I didn't want to st stand there next to her, have her nag me. you got to look out for this, pay attention to that. Don't <laughs> you got to anticipate this. I can get nagged at home, not here at the ballpark, coach. <laughs> no, women don't nag. We all know that, John. Come on, what do we all can do? No, 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 definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> Scott, real quick on uh, on baseball. You know, I. I uh, like most fans, smart fans, I really don't like all these teams making the playoffs. And I was looking at it, and, you know, it's six of 15 teams in each league make the postseason. But realistically, seven. Seven you know, the Orioles, uh, say again? Well, yeah, yeah, six. Never mind. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was thinking seven. Six, right. They had one. Only six one. of 15 baseball teams make the postseason. 
But to be fair, the Orioles, the Rangers, and the Diamondbacks, and the uh, Pirates, they all had 100 losses last year, Scott. So, I mean, you're not going out on a limb saying those four squads are not making the postseason uh, this year. I mean, so if you just scratch them off the list, so now you're talking uh, instead of six of 15 in each league, you're talking really six of 13 teams making the postseason in each each league. And I think it's too much, Scott. I'll hang up and listen. Thanks. All right, John. Yeah, what what they've done is they've allowed the Cincinnati Reds to be the Cincinnati Reds and the Cleveland Indians or Guardians to be the Guardians and, and the Marlins to be the Marlins and, and the Pirates to be the Pirates because, you know, this is one thing I do believe the players were right on. Uh, you keep on lowering the bar and it makes it that much easier to get into the postseason. Uh, I don't have to spend a gazillion dollars. And as I've long, 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 long told you guys, uh, the goal for the front office is not to win a World Series. The goal for the front office is to get into to the postseason, sell hope, sell tickets. If a, if a World Series in this case uh, comes with it, great. They're not not trying to, but the goal is to be competitive so you could sell tickets and make money, and that's what lowering the bar does. And uh, and that's why teams can get rid of star players and not have to pay a gazillion dollars because all right, we got six teams now. We got a wild card basically in each division. All we got to do is finish in the top two. There's only five teams in the division, and you're right. You generally can throw out the bottom one, right? So you you you're one of four teams in which two are going to get into the postseason. Um, I don't mind it. What Just like with the NBA, I don't mind the uh, 7, 8, 9, 10. It does create a little drama, a little intrigue on who's facing who and whatever. My issue is I don't need to play 82 NBA regular season games to come up with this formula. Baseball, same thing. I don't need to play 162 games to eliminate three or four. You know, if you want to cut the regular season down to 120 and have this playoff format, where do I sign? Okay, absolutely. But you don't need to play 162 games to, you know, have people spend a gazillion dollars and uh for what to eliminate a couple teams it's stupid and it's getting bad i tell you what we'll get into the baseball stuff in ohio but one of the podcast guys uh told me that they he was looking to buy uh, a ticket to opening day well he wasn't looking to the cleveland uh, team offered him a free ticket to any other cleveland game if he bought opening day tickets That's how bad it is in Cleveland. Even opening day tickets, they can't sell. I mean, I remember the old days, Municipal Stadium, where they would put 70-plus thousand in their opening day. Again, they would have like 3,000 the next day, but they would sell out that opening day. Even now, opening day, they have to give you an incentive. Baseball's in trouble in Ohio. I'll tell you what. Uh, Dominique Rochester. Don, welcome to uh, Opposite Picks. Hello, Scott. How you doing? All right, Dom. What's going on today? You know, I actually called about Pujols, but, you know, Cleveland, I got a little connection there with Cleveland as a lifelong Browns fan. And it's a easy used to be an easy place to drive to go watch the Yankees play at Municipal Stadium. What was that? The Mistake by the Lake, wasn't it, Scotty? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And, uh, you know, Scotty, this is a part of uh, uh, my gripe about sports right now. Here here was a franchise uh, when uh, this guy Jacobs, I think it was called Jacobs Field. Uh, yep. They had they had, they had that uh, running number of how many sellouts they had in a row. Something, you know, several hundred sellouts in a row, right? 
Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And what happened, Scotty? He gets rid of everybody. I think they had Manny Ramirez, of course, Sabathia. Uh, you know some of the guys better than me. Yeah, yeah, Lofton, Bayerga, Lofton. Yeah, remember those guys? Yeah. So, so he's 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 got these sellouts every day, every day for for several seasons, and he gets rid of the players. You know, how are you supposed to give a crap about a guy like this or a franchise yeah. like that? Well, then he then he sells the franchise for the mother load and. Uh, and, and they are where they are. Anyway, I'm pooled, Scotty. You know, you talk about it, about how, well, whether it's Woods or or, or James or yeah. whoever. We got we got to run here, Doug. We got to run. We're, at, we're up against we're up against a breakdown, but uh, yeah, Pujols is slime, and you're dead right about uh, the Cleveland uh, Indians Guardians. Bad franchise. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, yes. LLs know what time it is. Time to take out those pad and pencils. Get set for the fastest, but more importantly, most profitable five minutes in radio. Opposite picks. What are opposite picks your newbies ask? Well, we give you seven games, 7,000 reasons why we like one team, and then we go opposite. Why? Because despite all the stats, trends, hunches, systems, injury reports, weather reports, and everything else, nobody but nobody beats the boys in Vegas. All right, here we go. We went three and four yesterday, so we're 101 up and 112 down. So we got some money to make back uh, for you if you're going opposite. Going to start in the NBA tonight. We got Atlanta laying five versus Charlotte, another play-in game. Teams split their four regular season uh, games, each one winning once on the opposing team's home court. So clearly Charlotte can win Atlanta. Uh, but I can't help but think the Hawks' playoff run last year is going to help them here. Remainder is alive. The winner is alive. The loser's done. The Hawks are not going to be one and done this season. No way. Love Atlanta at home where they're 27 and 14 straight up, 23 and 18 against the spread, laying only five. Love the Hawks here. Yeah, give me Charlotte plus the five. Pick number two, San Antonio plus five uh, at New Orleans. Spurs are the hot team. They won seven of eight before losing three in a row against some of the real big boys to end their season, but they're playing better basketball. They got their best player, DeJounte Murray, back. Uh, they're going to have a head coach who maybe is about to retire, so a little win-one for the Gipper mantra they have. They're the better team on the road than they are actually at home where the Pelicans are, and the Pelicans are only 19-22 and 22 at home, so they are losing home record, and, and I'm getting five with San Antonio? Uh, love the Spurs here. Uh, give me New Orleans minus the five. Uh, pick number three, Colorado in the NHL laying a goal and a half versus the Kings. Uh, you got to keep on playing the ass, folks. They're clearly the best regular season team in the league. Uh, there's no let up in sight. They're riding a six-game win streak. They were off last night. Kings had to play in Chicago, hop on a plane, fly to the high altitude of Colorado. Good luck. They lost five of eight despite last night's win. They're going to get crushed like they had the first two innings this year, being outscored seven to one in two losses against Colorado. Love of the avalanche laying a goal and a half. 
Eh, give me the Kings plus the one and a half goals. Pick number four, we'll move to baseball. Mets even at Philadelphia. Good pitching matchup. Scherzer versus Nola. But forget that. I've said all along, Mets are live dogs in this series. They won last night. They should have won uh, Monday night as well, if not for blowing a 4 nothing eighth inning lead. We're playing them every game in this series, and that includes today with Scherzer on the hill, and I'm getting even odds. I <laughs> love the Mets. Yeah, give me Philadelphia minus the 120. Uh, pick number five, Houston Astros minus a buck forty at Arizona. Getaway day afternoon baseball today in Arizona. So about 2,000 people will be in the stands. No home field advantage, that's for sure. And besides, anytime I can go against Arizona at near pick odds with my ace on the hill, Framber Valdez on the hill for this throws. Oh, you got to love Houston here. Uh, give me Arizona plus the 120. Pick number six, Milwaukee laying a buck 80 at Baltimore. This line is so low, although it's not low, low, but it's low enough because Orioles ace John Means is on the hill. But you know what? I know he threw a no-hitter last year, but other than that, he really didn't do much else. He was 5-9 and nine with an ERA close to 4 if you throw out his no-hitter and all his other starts. I mean, he's a less than 500 pitcher for his career. Uh, Brewers are what, second, third, maybe a worse fourth best team in the National League. They're going to pulverize Baltimore more today. Eh, give me Baltimore plus the 160. Pick number seven, Seattle pick them against the White Sox. You know, I guess we're going to have to start buying into Mariners ace, Robbie Ray. I mean, after somewhat of a mediocre career, he wins the Cy Young last year, pitched flawless baseball in his first outing this season for the M's. Uh, maybe he really is good. I don't know. One thing we do know, the White Sox are not good against good team slash pitchers, as Ray apparently is. Love Seattle here at Pickham. Yeah, give me the White Sox uh, at Pickham. Our seven picks, opposite picks, Charlotte plus five at Atlanta. Uh, New Orleans minus five against San Antonio. The LA Kings plus a goal and a half against the Red Hot Abs with one six straight. Phillies uh, minus 120 against the Metsies. Uh, Arizona plus 120 against uh, the Houston Astros. Baltimore plus 160, the awful Orioles against uh, uh, Milwaukee. And uh, give me the White Sox. Pick them against the Seattle Mariners despite Robbie Ray on the hill. Opposite picks for Wednesday, April 13th. Good luck, folks. And there you go. And we'll post those as always on the website, oppositepicks.com for you guys to uh, poke around and get your picks. Speaking of picks, we got those in the bag. How about our open parlays? Cha-ching, cha-ching last night. Uh, we hit with Cleveland plus nine and a half. So that's a winner. So one team down, five more to go. Where are we going to go today for our uh, open parlay pick? You know, I know it's amazing about gambling. You know, when you lose... You say, man, I knew that line had sucker written all over it. I just knew it. I knew it. I knew it. But then the next time you see that sucker line, do you stop yourself? And no, you don't. So with that in mind, we're going to go over 224 San Antonio, New Orleans with our open parlay. Even though that opened up at uh, 227 and a half or so, and then it went even lower to 226. And at the time, I was saying, boy, this line really should be in the 230s. 
Uh, and now it went down two more points yesterday to 224. But I, I just, you just can't help yourself. I mean, it's just it's so tempting. You know, the, the Spurs have had nine of their last 12 games have a higher total. Uh, the uh, Pelicans have had, I think it's eight of their last uh, 12 have a higher total. I looked it up the other day. I mean, this line makes absolutely no sense. And it went down even further. Uh, I would hold off. Maybe you'll get it at 223, 222, any kind of luck. I don't know if it'll go that far down, but I'll, I'll grab the 224 right now and say over. I, I just, I don't know. You know, these teams can't spell defense, let alone play it. And I don't expect Now we've had two unders. Maybe that's why we've had an under in the, in the Brooklyn game and we had an under uh, in uh, the uh, other game. So maybe that's uh, having people think, okay, they're going to start playing defensive style basketball in the postseason. I wouldn't buy it. I, I really, I, I wouldn't buy it. So over 224, we're going to use that uh, San Antonio, New Orleans as our second leg. Hopefully we can cash in on that one. So it's 110. Uh, we took our uh, winnings from yesterday, $90, and uh, the original $100 bet are one unit. So now we got 190 to play with. So we're going to bet 190 on the over San Antonio, New Orleans. Our underdog parlay, we hit with the Metsies last night, plus 140, cha-ching, cha-ching. Now we're using a half a unit so that for us would be $50 and we won $70 so we take that 70 plus the original 50 that we're willing to bet so now we got $120 we got to roll that over into something uh, we could just take the uh, the point spreads we could go with uh, winners outright don't like necessarily any of the uh, hockey underdogs NBA um, do we want to get greedy yeah, let's get greedy one more time. Uh, I think San Antonio beats New Orleans. I do. I, I, you want to give me the Spurs at plus 194? I think they're the better team. They're playing the better basketball. So we got 120 bucks on the Spurs at plus 194 on FanDuel to win $233. Uh, we'll, we'll kick ourselves if uh, they cover the spread and don't win outright, but uh, I'll, I'll take my chances. If we win this one, then we can start to, uh, you know, go a little softer. But 120, what I say, 120 to win uh, 233. 233. So Spurs on the money line for our underdog open parlay over San Antonio to Orleans. Uh, you figure we got to hit one of the two, right? Uh, with our regular full unit parlay. Our uh, baseball plays went to two and uh, check that. We went two and two yesterday, but we won money. Why? Because we were getting odds with Colorado. We were getting odds with the Mets. Uh, we were getting odds with Toronto and San Diego, both losers. But that's the beauty of betting underdogs. You go two and two, you win money because you're getting odds. So we picked up a nice little cheap uh, 70 bucks yesterday for a $100 player. Not bad. So we're five and three, up $315. Again, uh, full unit for us is uh, $315. Today, right back to those same teams, although Colorado. Texas, that series is over. They were a winner last night. That was only a two-game series. Uh, we're grabbing the Mets at even at Philadelphia. We'll grab Toronto plus 142 against the Stankies, and we'll take the uh, the Fathers at plus 116 at San Francisco. So Mets, Toronto, San Diego, those will be our three baseball plays. Our shots on goal, we had a slew of them yesterday. 11 in all. Went 6-5. and five. With the big and everything, we basically broke even. Uh, maybe won 10 bucks because one of our losers was uh, minus 150 on Dylan Larkin uh, for Detroit. Uh, figures I was playing a, a Dylan Larkin guy. So six and five, not too bad. Uh, today, you got abbreviated schedule, only three games. We're going to go with uh, Rangers take on Philadelphia, which gave up, what, nine goals last night? 
I'm assuming they will play a little better today, you know, giving up nine goals. But that said, Kreider's two and a half. He's a three-plus guy. And uh, Zabitajad is two and a half. He's, he's just under three. We'll play both those guys. And then Columbus has a cupcake game against, uh, who do they play, Detroit? One uh, god-awful team. We'll go with uh, Columbus's main guy, Zach Rensky, at, uh, at three and a half. Don't generally play three and a halves, but... You know, there's uh, so few games on the board tonight, uh, Columbus and Colorado, um, or Columbus and Montreal, rather. And Montreal's, you know, they, they give up a ton of shots on goal. So we'll go with those three. Kreider, Zabitajad for the Rangers, and Rensky for Columbus. Our pyramid plays. Ooh, uh, we did a nice little job last night. Thank you very much. As we won with Cleveland, we won with over 10.5 points, Andre Drummond. We won with Vancouver, plus 120 at Vegas. We won with over 2.5, Sam Bennett. Shots on goal for Florida. Uh, um, we lost with Tampa Bay laying a goal and a, a run and a half. They only won by one in extra innings. And uh, we said if we were only going to play one, we would th be the uh, Cadavers plus nine and a half. So right now, our play of the day is 16 and 10 plus 350. Baseball, we're one and two minus 110. Uh, NHL, 17 and 14 for plus 110. NHL props, 20 and 11 for plus 750. NBA were 15 and 11 with a couple of pushes and NBA props uh, some work to do were 11 and 14. But uh, and then shots on goal with last night six and five we uh, went b -b 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 137 up 96 down uh, good for 2,440 bucks cha ching cha ching for a hundred dollar player. And I told you baseball we're five and three overall uh, good for plus 315. So where are we going tonight? Enough patting ourselves on the back. NBA, uh, well, we're going to go over 224, San Antonio, New Orleans. Um, I, I know it's got sucker written all over it, but I, I can't help myself. Props, uh, over 31 and a half points, Trey Young. Monster total, huge. The 32 points is a lot of points, but again, I can't help but think Trey Young is going to go off. Uh, knowing that the loser is out, I'll take my chances. He goes for 32. NHL best play, Vancouver laying 205 against Arizona. Uh, that's actually a bargain. That, that's a decent little price, all things considered, because Arizona blows. Our uh, best hockey prop uh, would be over two and a half, uh, Chris Kreider. Um, uh, with the with the Rangers against Philadelphia. Actually, you know what? Uh, let me just uh, check something here. Let me just uh, did they take that? Yeah, you know what? They took that one off the board. The Vancouver one is not. Uh, that's not today. So we'll scratch the Vancouver one. We'll go with the uh, the Abs laying a goal and a half. That'll be our that'll be our play of the day. Abs minus one and a half um, versus LA. Uh, baseball play. I like the Tigers. Plus 115 against the Red Sox. Uh, put the black cloud on Detroit. Former Red Sox pitcher uh, Eduardo Rodriguez is pitching for the uh, Tigers today. So, And if you're only going to play one, we're going to go over 224 Spurs Pelicans. We're laying it all on the line. We'll close up shop next. Opposite picks. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the SportsGrid Radio Network. 
Welcome back. Opposite picks as we close up shop here with a couple of stories that we didn't have time to delve into too, too much. Uh, we told you about baseball in Cleveland, right? How about rookie uh, Stephen Kwan? He's been a breath of fresh air for the uh, Guardians. Uh, set the rookie record for reaching base 15 times. You remember over his first four career games yesterday? One for two with two walks, uh, a run scored, and an RBI. This guy's yet to swing and miss at a pitch in the major so far. Uh, how about Reds president Phil Castellini telling fans basically shut up or we'll move the team. Yeah, he threatened to move the team. You know, fans in Cincinnati aren't too thrilled, right? This offseason, they traded away Sonny Gray and Jesse Winker and uh, Eugenia Suarez. You know, three guys, especially Winker and Suarez, that you thought were going to be like cornerstones of, of the franchise, and they traded them off for a bag of beans. They're two and three. They lost yesterday to Cleveland. Fans were all pissed off, and uh, he uh, issued a statement to the media. He did apologize, but he said, uh, listen, if you want to look at what you would do with this team to be have it be more profitable, make more money, compete more in current uh, the economic system, uh, well, it would be to pick up and move elsewhere. So be careful what you ask for. <laughs> way, way to embrace yourself to the fan base there, Bob. You know, you, you just had the labor talks. Again, we, we, we talked about that. You just had an opportunity to change the system. Don't blame the fans. Don't blame the players. Blame yourself. Blame your co-owners for agreeing to a system that basically lets the rich be rich and the poor be poor. So good luck, Cincinnati. It's a great baseball town, right? Been around for 130 years, and you got uh, owners now that are threatening to move the team. Unbelievable. Uh, scratch uh, Michigan head coach Juwan Howard off the uh, list of possibilities for Lakers next head coach word out of Michigan is that Howard wants to stay uh, at his school this way he can coach his sons so that that makes a lot of sense so I doubt he's going to be LA head coach and then uh, reports uh, say Jacksonville Jaguars are high on former Georgia defensive end Trayvon Walker to be the top overall pick so make that your next little bet. Put a couple shekels on that with FanDuel. Uh, boys coming up, Alicia and Kurtz will talk all about a pro football full circle and also about the Derek Carr contract. Enjoy your day, folks. We'll talk to you tonight.